So we are going to have to do this. We are going to. We are going to. <laughs> we are going to have to face into the abyss that was Stockport away. Um, and although you're, you've logged in and it says Sarah Davis, you're obviously not Sarah Davis, are you, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should, I should point out it, it, it's a wife's computer, so <laughs> hopefully I'm allowed and the boss isn't listening. It did throw me when I got an email to say Sarah Davis has logged into your uh, into your Zoom meeting. I was like, hey, what's gone on it? What have I done here? Because <laughs> uh, I was just doing some recruiting and emailing some uh, people who've employed uh, who've applied for jobs, and I was like, oh, God, what have I done? So uh, panic <laughs> over. As soon as I saw the Davis bit, I was like, all right, panic over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're... Um, we're we're in a more somber mood, I guess, today, um, given the fact that uh, the the result on Saturday wasn't great, and we will go on to that in a second. Um, but we'll, I mean, news-wise, there's not a lot, uh, as we just discussed. I guess that's, you know, for us now, we're in the season. There's no transfers and stuff, is there really? So uh, we don't really get have to worry about that type of stuff. Um, I see the National League, it's really busy and their, their, their transfers are buzzing because um, I still follow quite a few people uh, and accounts on there. But for us, it's, it's relatively quiet. Um, I guess you probably haven't seen, have you seen any of the documentary just before? Because we won't speak about it if you haven't. Uh, I watched the first three. So right. yeah, the, the next two are tonight, aren't they? So I'm, yeah, you know, I'm up to date. Even yeah, so you've not yeah. So I've watched the I've watched the next two this morning. Um, All right, okay. So I won't I won't uh, spoil anything. Um, but the the one that the the, the Sean Harvey holiday one is really good. Um, and they hint at that at the end of the last week, so everybody knows that's coming. Um, so that yeah, that's really good. Um, watching uh, watching everything sort of fall apart while Sean Harvey was on holiday in Tenerife or wherever he was. That was really that's really good. Uh, so people will will be enjoying that, um, and it's still it's still getting lots of good feedback. I don't know whether you read much online and stuff, but generally, uh, generally people are still enjoying it. Yeah, I, I seem to see a lot more when the first series was out. I think it, obviously, if you see one or two feeds, pause on that feed. The way the algorithms work, yeah, you then see more and more, don't you? So this year, I haven't seen a lot of feedback. Last year, I saw a lot of feedback, and a lot of it was positive. Everything I was reading. Yeah, I think so. To a certain extent, people perhaps uh, are not discovering it like they were last year, so they're already perhaps they're already sort of following it along and they're up to speed. Uh, but I still do sort of check and see what people are saying, and when people are writing about it, it's still fairly pol- apart from obviously Notts County Zone and people like that. Uh, it's still fairly uh, it's still fairly positive. Um, so I guess the only real piece of uh, news. Um, uh, some things that we should, uh, I'll just share my screen here so hopefully you can see this, um, was uh, obviously the, the ladies played last week um, and managed to get an away win. So I don't know if you were, you were following along very much, but I was following it sort of on Twitter. Um, and obviously that's their first victory. Now, interestingly, I think they're in second place now in the league uh, with four points because obviously they drew, drew at home the first week. Um, uh, so they've gone away to Pontypridd and won. Uh, I think it was a two o'clock kickoff on the Sunday. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
And just before you start laughing at my giant, giant pointer mouse, uh, there is a reason for that when we get onto the video review. It makes it easier for me to highlight things. So, uh, so yeah, Amber Lightfoot's back amongst the goals. Um, Jonesy got one. And obviously, Rosie Hughes, who always seems to score, we'll ignore the red card, shall we? For uh, just, you know, we'll gloss, <laughs> o- we'll gloss over the red card. Um, so, we'll, assume uh, it was, we'll, we'll assume it was incorrect for now. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well let's just say the ref made a mistake or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just click on the standings. Yet yeah, they're uh, they're in second place. Uh, a tight group. That obviously the uh, you know there's what five sixty five five teams. Sorry, five teams on four points. Um, and a trip to TNS coming up soon. Interestingly, so uh, so yeah. Um, ladies got a got a got a good win. Um, which is nice. Uh, news-wise, the only other thing that's happened, right, is Ryan Reynolds has just been awarded something. I need to find this. Uh, I was going to say my. I was going to say the headline news this week was uh, the club shop being cash only. But uh... oh, for a, yeah, I don't know how long that lasted. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was headline news for a short period of time. <laughs> Uh, listen, I've worked in retail for a long time, and when card readers go down, it, nobody carries cash. At COVID, we told everybody we don't need cash, don't bring any cash, and now you know when when the when your card reader goes down, that's that's it. Like, um, it's not fun. So let's just see if I can find this. Um... So yeah, he's won. Quite interesting. So it's in Variety. This, which is a, a very well regarded. Um, uh, new site uh, in Hollywood, really. He's going to receive the Robin Williams Legacy of Laughter Award. So there you go. That's uh, that's a, uh, you know, that's quite nice for mm. Ryan. So he's picking up awards. He's still picking up awards while we're trundling along back here in the miserable weather and getting spanked 5-0. I was going to say not picking points up. No, well, just <laughs> until Saturday. Um, although in my research for the... Uh, for this week, <clears throat> I've got a feeling that crew game is going to be mental because, um, uh, you know, they're uh, big scorers and stuff. But we won't spoil that. We won't spoil that. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. Um, apart from the club shop and Ryan get just about winning an award, I've not really seen anything of note. Have you? Uh, no. It's, uh, I had a quick catch up about two minutes yeah. before we came on just to see if there's anything I'd missed and I couldn't see anything of note. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what we'll do, obviously we won't talk about the documentary because I, that will keep that fresh for you. So what we'll do, we'll, um, we'll crack on with the important stuff. Cause that, that, I think that, that might, that, that, that's got some opportunity to, uh, take a little bit of time. So we'll, um, we'll come back in a second and we'll go over the debacle that happened at Edgeley Park, if that's all right with you. Yeah. Seems are, you looking for, are you looking forward to this? <laughs> Uh, yes. Let's, oh, okay. say, let's say yes. <laughs> Go stay positive. All right. Only adding to the tension by respotting the ball. Scots are not counting. Get ready to relive the action as we dive deep into the latest match review on the Racecourse Ramble podcast. Right. Are you ready for this? So. <laughs> Go. Well, where do we start? Where do we start? So on Saturday, we've gone to Edgley Park, full of enthusiasm. Uh, what was it? 900 fans, I think they let us have. 
uh, were brilliant as always. Um, and to be fair, I thought the atmosphere from the Stockport fans was crap. Uh, I thought they were really bad. Um, and um, things haven't gone to plan. So I know you uh, didn't watch no. the game, um, but you've caught up now a little bit with some highlights, have you? Uh, yeah, I've Good. watched those. So I've, uh, well, seen the best bits and the worst bits. The best bits and the worst bits. Well, we are, we'll, we'll go we'll go through it using some uh, the magic of YouTube again. Um, but at the start, obviously, an hour before is my sort of first benchmark when we see the lineup. When when you saw the lineup, um, I'll bring that up now just so you just to re- refresh your memory. Um, any issues there or anything? Anything that you were surprised about? Well, there's only well, there's one in there. Uh, it's whether you start Dolby. Which, yeah. Unless you, we're not privy to the information of how fit players are. We might Correct. Have leaks of stuff. Uh, do we know it was purely tactical or not? No, it was his knee injury because obviously in the uh, previous yeah. game he uh, he was down writhing really badly, wasn't he? So. Um... I believe he's actually had some injections this week to help with it. But again, I I, was, I suspect that might mean that uh, against Cruz that day, it's poss- poss- he's possibly going to be, you know, it's going to be it or miss type of thing. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, because obviously with Palmer on the bench, you, you, you are thinking he is fit. But of course, fit to start and fit for the bench are yeah. slightly different things. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's literally, you're looking at the same team with one chain from a team that beat Grimsby looked, looked unbeatable seven days earlier. Yeah. Uh, so you'd be very pushed to make a case for any of those players being dropped after Grimsby. To be fair. Yeah, I mean the the one that re- the 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 one that I thought was potentially at risk was Tom O'Connor because he's been so so out of sorts compared to the Rolls Royce that we know he can be. That was the one. I just wondered whether he might freshen it up and do something, um, but evidently he didn't. So we were we were basically business as usual, weren't we? But Dolby came in for Palmer, um, and uh, yeah, as the scoreline suggests, we we ended up with a thumping. Um, so and let's get into it. Let's have a look. Let's see. What we can see, and if anything at all. Now, can you see? Can you see that? Okay, I've made some notes here. Yeah. Let's, let's break it down and see the things that we, uh, uh, we like that I like to like to look at. So, if I just uh, make this a bit bigger so I can see everything, make sure you can see. <clears throat> okay, uh, make sure we've got a bit of high def because uh, YouTube likes to compress. Um. So eleven seconds. So eleven. It's not eleven seconds in the game. It's, it's me reading my notes there. Eleven seconds in. Um, Wrexham first attack. Lovely bit of football here. Mullin and Lee. Great one too. Lee duffs his shot, and we're sort of five minutes into the game technically there. And I'm thinking. I mean, for the first ten minutes, it was like this is great. We looked really good. You probably, you depending on which highlights you've seen, you probably won't have got that impression because the club highlights don't really give that impression. I didn't watch the EFL ones, but obviously the Stockport ones obviously won't give that impression. They wouldn't have shown that. But we seem to be really comp- uh, compressing them. Um, our wing backs were pushing onto their full backs to stop them sort of attacking, carrying the ball, and we looked really comfortable. 
Um, and then for five minutes, it sort of went up in the air. So it, it just that Stockport started to come into the game a little bit. Um, and then we reached the 20 minute mark here. Um, now, obviously, I'll, you, anything you see, feel free to, to holler and shout, wave your arms, whatever. Um, but I will point out a couple of things on this because this is the first goal. Okay, so I let it play and let's uh, let's see. So long ball from Hinchcliffe. Yeah. A, I mean, it's a great kick, isn't it? Nearly to our 18-yard box. Cross goes in, Laffey scores. And then the shock, really. It's like, well, what what the heck has gone on there? Um, because, uh, you know, we, 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 we look so comfortable. Um, but let's see if we can see some secrets into why and what happened. Um, so the first thing you'll notice, uh, I don't know if you can see that, that's James McLean. Yeah. yeah? Very high up the pitch. Yeah. Uh, the other wing back, uh, again, you can't quite see him very well there. Barney, really high up the pitch there. So we've obviously just, we've obviously we've been attacking. Yeah. So this is classic long ball counter attack, right? The problem is our midfield has lost a bit of shape or our central midfield has lost a bit of shape. So we're left with Elliot Lee. Tracking back down what you would technically class as the right channel, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah we've, got, that was we've got an attacking midfielder. Now, fair play to him. He's putting the work in there, isn't he? You know, can you ask much more of Elliot Lee, do you think, in that situation? My first thought was, why is Elliot Lee doing that job? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh... But I think that's why, because <laughs> we've just been attacking and the long ball has counted on us. That trans we've not been we've not got back into shape in transition. No, I don't. Pace isn't something you necessarily associate with them, is it? No. My, my first thought was when that's gone over the top, it, number 14 looks a little bit quicker than him. Yeah. Uh, and that's not a pop at his player because he's got so many skills in his locker. He, he, if he had pace as well, he wouldn't be anywhere near us. Possibly, uh, yeah. So it was just that he wasn't quick enough. You know, it, when you're looking there, if he's on the, if he's on the edge of the box right now, yeah. Then he can stop that cross. Uh, he's just a little bit behind. He's just got he's, that extra little bit of pace has given uh, given the advantage to. I think it's Collar, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Stockport number fourteen here. Um, so yeah, um, so fundamentally that's the point though. Is stop the cross is the first is the first thing that you would sort of say in it. So if we let it play on, he cuts inside. That's actually a really clever move. Uh, I hadn't spotted that first time. If you watch his first touch there. He's not going to go down the line. He's going to start cut across Elliot Lee, which means Elliot Lee can't touch him because it'll be a pen. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's me only observation. If Elliot Lee's one yard further forward, yeah, he can't. He, he can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a. It's not a anyway. It's it's just how that pans out. Correct. He's got a yard. He's got a yard on him. Yeah. And... And that might just be a bit of mentality as well. That's the difference. An attacking midfielder really wants to go the other way, doesn't he? His brain works for, he'll have a yard over you going the other way because um, his brain works like that. Um, so, yeah, so stopping the cross is the key. So, Elliot Lee obviously doesn't quite get uh, up, to, up to play with him. He gets the cross in. Now, at this moment, I, if you look at that, although I know it's a bit, I apologise, it's a bit blurry and stuff, but I can only work with what we've got. With that ball is where it is. Here's the goal scorer. So he's behind Tozer. And here's Boyle. And here's Mark Howard. Um, so it's a good ball. It's got pace on it. But 
I'm looking at that and thinking, well, we're still not in awful shape there, are we? Uh, no, if you stop it there, you, you, you're you're expecting that not to beat the first man. Right. So I know, we know it's bad shape because they score, and we know that, don't we? But you look at that and you go, well, actually, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I think we can stop this. So the question that I guess that then gets asked is, um, can Boyle cut out the cross? Can Howard be proactive, come to the edge of his six-yard box and gather it? Um, because I, if you look at him, in a couple of these goals, if you were to, uh, I'm not trying to have a go at him, you know, full-on rage mode, but he, 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 he likes his near post and he likes his goal line. Uh, now, bear in mind, that said, I don't know if you've seen the highlight, he did come out and nearly, nearly gave a goal away um from coming out oh, yeah. they don't show that on the highlights the wrexham highlights uh, so maybe he was feeling a bit nervous after that um but then toza still is in front of a laffy so you think we've got chances to stop it i mean if that looks like it's a yard away from boyle so i'm not sure why he's not just put his foot through it for a corner or a throw in as i say howard is scrambling now because he realizes he's in a bit of trouble um, if somebody's coming in at the back post, and there comes Oluafe, slides in, uh, and they get the goal, and I guess that's to me that set the tone for the uh, for the day, um, because there was lots of those little little half errors when you watch it back. I mean, if you look here, there's the goal scorer. Here's the guy who's going to assist. Toza's got plenty of room on him. We've got the men. I think, you know, Parky would have been, and I know, well, we know, I'll tell you something else in a minute, but Parky would have been very disappointed with that. And the players will have been, wouldn't they? They'll have been really gutted with that because uh, that was just indicative of how everything else sort of went. Does that make sense? Yeah, when when you pause it on the first time, I mean, Toza knows where his man is. Just start uh, that again because you disappear. Just the second start that- time you pause it. Exactly. Just start that again because you you glitched okay. out then. Uh, when you paused it initially, uh, Toza can see his man, uh, and then there sort of thing. So there, yeah, he can see him there. Yeah. When you pause it as the ball's played, the striker is behind him, so it, it's not that he's lost his man, but the striker's no. made a good he's made a good move he's, to go he's... out, so he doesn't know where his man is. Uh, as I say, that's not a criticism. That's a that's complimenting the striker. So he's made a dart, he as we used to call it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone behind him, and then obviously he can commit to it. So yeah, as the ball's played when we pause it second time, yeah, his man's now behind him because it's centre forwards. You go behind your man and then cut in front. The Stockport really hit. They hit that space in bet- behind our wing back there, basically, didn't they? Um, that big, that big, you know, when we've our wing backs have pressed to go and press their full backs because they switched to a back four for this game. Uh, Dave Challoner gave a good interview afterwards, sort of explaining some of this. Um, so they switched to a back four, but they still actually allowed their full backs to get the ball and carry it. You can see it actually here at the start of this move. Uh, Torre's got the ball, um, and uh, yeah, they've they've just hit us on the counter attack, quick ball over the top. Wrexham weren't set. And they've exploited uh, they've exploited that space. Um, so very quickly then comes the another Olafe chance, which hits the which hits the post. Um, 
So again, he when you when you look at that situation, you think, well, we've got plenty of ripe shirts here. Um, they're they're going away from the goal almost, aren't they, towards the corner? There's not a lot of danger, but the danger is going to become because Oluafe here and McLean McLean just doesn't ever have alarm bells going off in his head that this ball might end up at this player's feet or on his head. Um, He's looked at that, I think, and gone, well, we look comfortable that we'll stop the cross, we'll stop the passes, we'll, we'll get the ball. And he just never quite get going. And then what comes now, you can see here, see, he's, he's not, not busting a gut to get back in front of him, is he? Boyle isn't looking at him. Uh, and what's going to happen now, this is Sarsovic. Sarsovic is going to put in a tremendous early pass. Uh, if you look... I wouldn't be expecting him to cross the ball from there, would you? No, it's no. He's got me no backlift, kind of as you would say. So it's when you when you hit a shot with no backlift, you 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 do it before the opposition sets, sets themselves. But the reason I say I wouldn't expect that is you can't quite see it in that freeze frame. But his fullback is overlapping him, hmm. and if he just slides the ball in there, the fullback has actually got all the space he wants to put the cross in. But actually, Sarsovic takes the responsibility, clips the early ball in. McLean is still not on him. Boyle has got underneath the ball, and Aluafe nearly scores. Um, and then actually, Boyle does it. You can't quite see it. Boyle does a really good clearance, nigh on on the goal line, um, and we clear the ball. So again, it's just like it's just like it's like we're sleeping, isn't it? It's like we. This game was weird. I said, I think I wrote on Twitter, it was it was one of those games where it looks like there's so many people were under par, it looks like something has happened before the match and everyone is still a little bit like, you know, like a team bus has arrived late and you've not been able to warm up or there's been a punch-up, two players have had a fallout or something has happened because um, there was just oh, so can... many players that were uh, that were all over the shop. Does that make sense? Oh. Yeah, or you've, it's first game of the season. You've been in yeah. America for a week. Yeah, perfect. And you're just not quite at it, are you? Um, but obviously, we're not there now, and we are a team that strives to be good because we want promotion. So, um, so yeah. So, we'll have a look at the second goal. And I think there's a there's a brilliant piece of play here. Oh, I've forgotten the fella's name who plays right back for Stockport. Can you remember him? I've got me uh, Bobby. He was number uh... seven, I think. He's got a uh, double-barreled surname. Southern Hales. Southern Hales, right. So Southern Hales is the key to this to this next goal. So this is the, uh, I think this is the Tozer mistake. But this is starts from our attack. So Elliot Lee's got the ball exactly where you'd want him to have it, Addy. Halfway, halfway sort of between uh, the halfway line and, uh, and the attack. Uh, and what do we see? So a left-footed pass. To, he's passing it out to McLean. Southern Hales wins the ball. There was a quite a few passes, and for some reason McLean was involved in a lot of them, where it, they just like they went astray. The ball went out, uh, you know, they were just to nobody. Um, he had a particularly funny day, uh, James McLean. So Southern Hales does really well there, but it's still hard to believe that this is going to end up in a goal, isn't it, from where we are? Um, so he does well there, but Elliot Lee gets the ball back. So at this point. If you're a right back in a back four, I think normally you would expect that player, given the fact the ball's going backwards for us to recycle it and come back attacking, what would you expect that player to do? Your right back. 
Well, he, he normally would go back into position. Once You'd he, expect him uh, to shift back here and everyone to shift back into shape, wouldn't you? But he doesn't. He keeps going forward to pressurise Boyle. And what he does is really clever. I don't know if you can tell from your picture. Can you see Boyle is asking, who am I, basically, who am I passing this ball to? Because mm. Southermales has, has, has blocked the passing lane, really, for him to get to. There's two players up here, Elliot Lee and James McLean. And he can't. So Southern Hales has been quite adventurous. He's blocked the passing lane. He's put a bit of pressure on. Um, he's put a bit of pressure on uh, Boyle. And if we look here, as we stand here now, can you believe that this is going to end up with Tosa missing the ball and a little coming from here and scoring? Yeah, the thing I've the thing I worry about. Uh, uh, Boyle's weakness seems to be on the ball. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, he's a proper so old-school centre-half for me. He is. He, he, he puts his head in, as you would expect. He's hence the number of goals he's got, yeah. the starters. But of, when you've got a, a Hayden, Tozer, Boyle back three, out of the three, Boyle's the one. And when I get he's that. played, if he's got... So, and I think a better player, better players play balls into people who are marked because they're yeah. almost like you, you they're he, press resistant you understand that they call it press resistance you know uh, uh, if tom o'connor was on fire here boyle should have no problem giving him the ball and o'connor would play that first time we've got two players here yeah that's so i think if tom o'connor is on the ball where boyle is because occasionally he would be yeah uh, tom o'connor plays that ball into somebody's feet or he'll tip it over the top of the player. Yeah, he he would. Boyle doesn't have. They haven't given Boyle the options he needs. Yeah. Uh, as I say, because as you said, he's closed down uh, from the position that's in. Into Tom O'Connor's feet is the ball. Uh, he's right. He hasn't got many options. Yes. But he, because he's not comfortable on the ball. Yeah. Or less comfortable. He's reluctant to put someone else uncomfortable on the ball. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I feel if you get that that same scenario with Tom O'Connor on the ball and Evans in midfield, yeah. he, he rolls it into Evans' feet and takes it comfortably. Uh, and we're yeah. away. We're at that transition. And interestingly, later on, one of their goals, whilst he's not under pressure, Barry has some work to do in a similarish situation. So we'll 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 see that. So yeah, you spot on the ball. You know, if you want to be sort of turning it into attack, the ball is there into O'Connor and it's in there. If you want to be clever, if you're technically gifted, the ball is over the top of Southern Ales. Or if you're really good, like a Brazilian, it's outside of the foot, around the channel, and you're in. But still, so he so he's on the ball, he's pressured. And I, I still look at it and think, I'm not really sure how this ends up being a goal for them because Oluafe is on it, he's on it, he's gone. Toza looks comfortable, but I think this is the key to this. Is he pointing to Mark Howard there? I'll have to move us because <laughs> uh, powers of Zoom. Oh, right. you're in the wrong. Right. I, yeah, sorry. I've, I had to yeah. move us. I, I, I've watched it a couple of times. I watched the EFL highlights for about twice as long. Yeah. Uh, and, they do, and they do show the Toza and Howard mix up from earlier. And I did wonder if there's a bit of hang up from that. Yeah, yeah fair uh, do. I've watched it and I, 
I'll be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure what he's trying to do. Yeah, well, he's, he's pointing there. If you can say, can you see that? He's sort of pointing, yeah. he's got his hand out pointing. So I think actually Toes has just lost his bearings for a minute and he thinks he's by ear. And what he's hoping yeah, he... is that the ball will run past him and Howard will quickly step up to the edge of his box and grab it. Because if you look, Tozer actually makes a movement to his right in a minute. If you watch him, there. Do you see it? It's quick. Just watch Tozer again. Yeah, I say. I, I, I he would, just makes a funny I movement did, to his right. I don't right. know what he's doing. And then he realises, oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, and I think Howard has got his hands out there saying sort of, why is the ball not come back to me maybe? Or what's going on? But Aloafe has, has made up 10 yards on Tozer, got in, sells him the first time with a left foot shot which is why he commits. Howard sets, thinking he's perhaps going to go that way. Comes back inside. He's probably got half... He's, he must have half a goal to aim for there, mustn't he? By the time he cuts back in. Uh, and again, it's sort of indicative of what we've seen before, isn't it? The multiple things that have come before, they're, they're sort of all indicative. These little little errors that they they don't always make. But that's a weird move. It's, yeah, I can't really explain it. I, th- I don't think he wants the ball. Uh, and and he's, very, he's comfortable on the ball. It's not that he's shying away from it. I just don't... He doesn't think he's the man. The man. He's not situation. the man who should be receiving that. So he's kind of... Whether he's switched off thinking, well, this isn't coming to me. I'm yeah. not the ball. Because he's getting closed down before the ball's even arrived. Uh, great to strike it again. He's, Correct, yeah. Once he's in position and once, once he's sold him with the fake shot... That, there's no blame on the defenders and goalkeeper at that point because they have to assume he's going to shoot. Uh, but, yeah, I, he doesn't look like he wants it and then he gets it. it it's hard. It's difficult to explain, I think. Yes, it is, especially for a very experienced pro who's, mm. uh, you know, uh, who will be looking at that going, well, I should you know, I know I should have done better there. Uh, but I say credit to Southern Males because it's him, his bravery, impressing... Not just randomly pressing, he's been clever enough to block that passing lane to make it uncomfortable for Boyle, um, which then forces the error, doesn't it, in, in effect. And I think that was really key. Um, although I, that Southern Ailes, all he does is dive and he's really annoying. Um, he's one of them. So, uh, so yeah, I'll just move us here. So, uh, let's have a look. What's this? All right, so here we are again. So very quickly, we get the Louis Barry goal. Now, Louis Barry, for people who don't know, I don't know how much you know about him, Bob. Um, uh, not not masses, to be fair. Um, so he was, uh, prior to, I don't know how many years ago it was, he, he's been at Barcelona, this kid, um, and he's at Villa now, and obviously they've, they've loaned him out to, sort of get, some, to get some experience. Um, and he was a problem for us all day, to be fair. Um but again, here we are. So this 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 move is going to end up with Barry from here. Maisie dribbling through here to somewhere by where my arrow is and sort of slotting one past Mark Howard. And when you look at that, you've got, I think that's Luke Young about to press him. You've got O'Connor shuffling across. You've got Hayden trying to square him up. You've got Tozer looking like he's about to go and cover if needed. So there's plenty of bodies there. But Barry just Maisie dribble. I'll play it through and then we'll pick it out. Mm. Nobody gets a t- nobody touches him. Nobody gets anywhere near him, really. No pressure on him. 
So Hayden gets a bit square, if you look. Um, and I, I guess in hindsight, a manager would be saying to Luke Young and Aaron Hayden, he would be saying something to them. What would if what would you in hindsight be saying to them if they're in this situation next time? Well, the hindsight is we know it leads to a goal, of course. Yeah. But uh, it's some kind. It's we don't call it a professional foul. What well, we, we do, it? yeah, we do, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's take it's, it's take one for the team, isn't it? It's you clip his heels, you grab his shirt. When Hayden squares him up, just bump into him. Let's make it difficult. If you watch it, it's just too it's too easy. Look at that. That's so easy. Yeah, Tozer is treading in. Hayden, Hayden can make a challenge there and not get booked. If you if you also yes. watch for run, Tom O'Connor looks like he's running alongside, but he's actually blocked off. He is uh, by uh, this number. I think it's I don't know which player it is. Um, yeah, from making a tackle. Uh, so he's he's bo- he's bodied. He's he's shielded really from uh, from it. But you're right, Tozer. See, at this point, it's difficult. Tozer either gives the foul away on the edge of the box, but it's risky because if he doesn't get it right, he gives away the penalty, doesn't he? Um, so that's not. But I think Ben Foster conceded five goals against... Which team was it? Was it Swindon and retired? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. He wasn't. Some, some of those goals were, scored, were better than the ones that we've conceded on Saturday. Uh, yeah, he did have to concede five more than once, though, I suppose. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, <laughs> but this shot goes low. Pretty much, it looks like it's just past Howard's foot. Well, that's his kryptonite. He can't get down low. We know that. We've seen it historically. Um, I'd want my keeper to be uh, helping me out here. Um, again, look where he is. He's on his goal line. He's not come out that much to narrow the angle. Uh, and that's gone just past his foot. Dessel's in the bottom corner. I, I I think the goalkeeping coaches will be saying perhaps you could have done a bit better there. Um, so what's that? That's 3-0. And we go in at half time. And I, I don't know what you I don't know were you following the score or did you just see it totally at the end? No, well the second I, I kind of picked it up from half time, really. Right. Uh so it, it was Obviously, we're 3-0 down before I was able to follow it. Right. Uh, minute by minute, as we say. But I would have thought, that we know that they would have had a flea in their ear. Yeah? We know Perhaps that for a fact. Yeah. If, you, know, um, because, you know, we know there would have been some parking enthusiasm. Jordan Davis has actually confirmed that tonight. I'll, tell, I'll play you the clip after um, of him talking about it. So we know that. And I guess... You know, from a manager's point of view, perhaps you, you just go out, you go, well, let's, you know, let's don't make those mistakes. Let's have a good first five, ten minutes and let's go and win the second half. You know, uh, that's the least you can do, isn't it? And what are we here? Five minutes in. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to happen again. So this is where I was talking before about Louis Barry. So Louis Barry is going to play a pass here. Or what? akin to what we were talking about with sort of with Boyle. Um, so Barry, this ball has been played to the channel to Barry. Hayden's about to come over. But the key man here is this guy. I don't understand how he's free. We've got two men here attacking here, which has left this man free. So this is Barnett on O'Connor. So somehow we've got out of shape because you would really expect Barnett to be here, O'Connor to be sat in his sort of midfield position marking this guy. But if you watch this ball, it's not the best ball. It's actually, Barry's going to take it 
right on the line here. It's borderline going out. But he's going to turn it around the corner. And then he's going to set off to get the ball back. And Hayden isn't going to know what it isn't quick enough to read that danger. So if we play it there. That's a great pass, isn't it? First time. Yeah, I, know, I know what you mean about it. So the ball looks out of play. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, you know, when I was... Uh, it's one of them that it's, it's, it isn't out of play. I don't think it is out of play. I yeah. think it's one of them that's like, you know, goal line technology would show you that it's really close, but it's not out of play. But we're out of shape here. And this guy, I can't remember his name now. I've forgotten. But he's going to, but look at that. First time technique around the corner. But he doesn't stop. Watch. He's gone. Hayden's chasing shadows. Ball's back to him. And now he's going to get a bit of luck because we've got two players closing him down. Um, so in theory here again you don't look too bad you've got two players closing down Howard's going to come and cover his front post and the goal scorer Aloafe is here with 27 both of them free here's our midfielders who should probably be here uh, but they're going to get a bit of luck because this ball is going to deflect I think it's off Barney it's going to deflect up in the air perfectly as it happens for Aloafe And he gets the goal. And it's that that just being slightly out of shape. Um, wrong players is perhaps how this has happened. Don't know. Um, but that just cuteness from Barry to turn that ball around and then not to not to wait. He goes again. And here's Aloafi. Pulls off Boyle. Just keeps out. Boyle hasn't tracked him, you see. Boyle hasn't realised he's pulled off his shoulder. And Boyle's ball watching, really, isn't he? If you think about it. Gets the lucky deflection. Oloafi's free. Howard isn't going to get there. Um, because it's right in the corner, that header. Um, and what are we there? Is that 4-0 four, we're four, that four, that we're down uh, with oh, 50 minutes well, gone? What I would say is, as good as the ball was when he played it first time, he has a yep. really... It has a pretty poor first touch when he gets into the box. He goes really a long way away from him. Louis Barry, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, I think you're right. That one there. And yeah. So if, he, somebody he was a bit if somebody was a bit closer, that's a corner probably. We kick it out. Yeah, it's a long way in front of him. It, he kind of gets away with it because two I think you're right. Let's have a look. Two close him yeah. down. Yeah, it, good spot. You'd expect this, this to be a lot tighter, this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good spot. So yeah, you know, you you've come out five minutes, you're four 0 down, game over then, isn't it? Game yeah, over. Yeah, you 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 half time talk is we get the next goal. Correct. <laughs> and and it's not lasted long, and the manager's pulling his hair out. Yeah, that's a good header into the corner. To be fair, but you know, we what we're learning is in League Two, you get punished, don't you? Uh, you can get away with it in the National League, but not in. Uh, not really in League Two. Uh, so we huffed and puffed a bit. This was a good shot from uh, Luke Young. Pretty easy for Hinchcliffe, that. To mm. be fair, goalkeeper of his standard, I think he's a really good keeper, Hinchcliffe. Um, and I, I, again, Boyle here. Do you side foot that? He rasps it, doesn't he? Can you side foot that yeah, on target? Yeah, it's, yeah. I watched it. I remember watching it and thinking, it doesn't look a good finish, but isn't, there's not a lot of places to put it in. And he's 
just he's, he's a centre back. He, he's um, a centre back who's, who's hit it hard. Uh, it either flies in or it doesn't. I blame him too much for putting it over. Uh, I think this might be the Elliot Lee chance. We'll just let it play. I wasn't going to show it, but we'll just let it play. Is it? I'm going to show up. something nice. Oh, it's the McLean shot. So again, easy save considering it's it's sort of out wide for the keeper, isn't it? Now this is interesting. We don't when Aaron Hayden isn't playing, we haven't scored so much from uh, set pieces. Uh, and I've been looking. I've been really impressed with a lot of the teams in League Two. Some of their set pieces are excellent. Uh, they do some really good routines. And because Mullin's back, you can just about see Mullin here. Um, if you remember at the end of the last season, a couple of times, we had this back post Mullin header. This little routine they got where Mullin spins to the back stick. This is the same routine, but he's not going to spin out. He's going to spin through the players, it happens. Uh, and it was just nice to see a bit of variation rather than just lumping it into the box and hoping one of our big players gets... See? He's here. It's free. Obviously gets headed off the line. Uh, and then I think this is the Elliot Lee shot that hit the bar. So, um, you know, yeah, yeah, there it is. That's the one that hit the bar. But again, that would have been consolation, really. We didn't deserve it, did we? Uh, on the balance of play, they deserved everything that they got on the day, to be fair. Um, they just, they set yeah, that. Just... I don't know whether they purposefully set that trap in the first half and just went, let's let them play for 10 minutes and then we'll go or what, but. This was the last goal, so we're in the 90th minute. Uh, Sarsovic, I think he... Uh, Paddy Madden here. Uh, good numbers again. Back, there's four people there, a couple here. We seem to be outnumbering them. But look at... I mean, that's a big space. Where's your midfield? And Madden's got the ball here. He's going to score the goal. But if you watch him, this is a couple of keys here. One of the keys is the good ball from Louis Barry. But the second thing is, if you watch Paddy Madden, nobody's going to track him now. This is their main centre-forward now, because I think he's come on for Oluwafi. And we know how dangerous this guy is. And he's walking past all these Wrexham players. Nobody's tracking him. Not one of these players has gone, hmm, bit of danger here. Louis Barry's clipped a lovely ball. There's actually two of them free there. Hayden's done his best. Uh, at least he's had a leap. But... The ball's landed at Madden's feet. Now, I'd want my goalkeeper diving out of that ball. If I'd like my goalkeeper to come and take it, to be honest, on the edge of the six-yard box. But now I want him diving out of that ball, being brave, head first. None of that. Madden, easy finish. It's um, another bad touch in the box. But, <laughs> and they've... Yeah, it is. It's a, it's they, a heavy... They, it hits his, hits his thigh or his knee, doesn't it? Bounces. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not a great touch. Three or four yards. Like so you'd... Not, when teams are on form, a defender or a goalkeeper gets to that. They react quick, don't they? Um, but we don't. And again, here, we, you know, it's not the most convincing goalkeeping. He's a yard out, two yards out, so he's going to, you know, he's going to get a shot away on target. But, you know, Mark Howard for years would have trained about diving at people's feet, wouldn't he? Uh, you know, they'd have been doing that regularly. Um, yeah. They, when, he, when he goes into midfield to pick it up, yeah. Paddy Madden, uh, poses alongside him. Yeah. Tones and turns back to track. And then doesn't check him. Uh, no, he doesn't follow him. He just fills the space. And unfortunately, yeah. he's the defenders are when the ball's played in, they're marking space rather than a man. Uh unfortunately, uh Barry's good enough to pick him out. But and again, you shouldn't you shouldn't get be able, you shouldn't be able to get away with I know it's five now the consolation, but you shouldn't be able to get away with a touch like that in the box. 
I agree. I agree. Um, I'm just going to find what uh, Jordan Davis has started a Twitch streaming uh, channel. I'm not even sure if you know what that means, but <laughs> oh, that's the um, kids at school, though. It's for the kids. It's the kids at school, though. Um, so I'll just play because uh, today, while he was streaming, playing uh, a football game that shall not be mentioned. Um, Somebody had actually put in the comments and asked him about Parky's enthusiasms. Um, so I'll just play what he said about Saturday. It's unlucky. It's unlucky. How bad are the Parky enthusiasms after the weekend's loss? Um, very bad. He was not a happy bunny. I don't think anyone can begrudge him for not being a happy bunny after Saturday. I'm quite happy that he wasn't a happy bunny, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, he's, it almost feels like he's an open book, doesn't it? Yeah, you kind of know. You kind of know, and I mean, at half time, would have he'd, have he'd have been the same, I'm sure, wouldn't he? Um, but I guess so. We've got a couple of minutes left before this times out. I was really surprised at halftime that there was no changes. There was no changes to personnel or to system. So I'm less surprised that there was no changes to system because he's rigid on that 3-5-2 pretty much. But I am surprised he didn't um, change a body or two and that he's basically has just said to him, go and get us out of the mess that you've got us into, Annie, that old adage. Um, were you surprised at all or not surprised? It's that old school management. Yeah, he does occasionally when we were chasing games. It might be, well, I was going to say it's because it's when it all costs, wasn't it, last year? Yeah. He did occasionally throw three strikers up front. Yeah. Uh, you, you did see Palmer, Dolby, Ams, Mullin. Mullin, yeah. All three on the pitch. So, as it's turned out, we got bad anyway. At 3-0, you could have gone all out. You could have gone three up front. But maybe managers do like to give it 10, 15 minutes, don't they? Yeah, I don't know if why. It, if, if you've gone three up front and then got beat five nil, someone is. But what have you got to lose? Yeah. So there was a few frustrated fans, uh, just like asking for those substitutions or a change of some sort, but it never really came. So a day to forget. Um, and I guess we'll now we'll turn our attention to a couple of upcoming games, and we'll try and put that one behind us, shall we? Uh, and pretend yeah. it never happened. Forgotten. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, so when we come back in a second, we'll have a look at crew, if that's okay with you. Yeah, done. Tune in and catch our exclusive match previews on the Racecourse Ramble podcast, your ultimate guide to Wrexham AFC. So I guess we get the chance to put it right on Saturday. We're home to crew, the railway men. Uh, will you... Make that be able to see it playing cricket. What's the score? Uh, cricket's finished, sadly. Right. me cap. Oh, you are, yeah. Against the cart mill cricket, yeah. Got that. Anyone in the area, come and play, please. <laughs> all the players. Uh, uh, no, I've uh, got tickets for the game. I think I tickets are harder to come by now. Yeah. Now it's not summer holidays. Yeah, uh, I, I have a ticket. My next ticket is uh, Sutton at home. Tickets oh, okay. went on sale today, didn't they? Yeah. So I have a ticket for that game. Okay. Uh, so we'll have to improvise. 
<laughs> and we won't talk anymore about how legally or illegally <laughs> that is. Uh, so, <laughs> so, crew rock up at the race course. Uh, so, what do we know? Uh, sixth versus seventh. Actually, this is in the uh, in the league. Believe it or not. Um, so, if I just get rid of that one, we don't need that one. Uh, sorry, that's me. Too many windows open. Uh, yeah, so crew is currently in sixth place. Uh, so they're only a point difference to us. I guess the warning sign will come around the sort of for and against here. So crew are the top goals, two are the second top goal scorers in the league. Um, but defensively, they'll give you a sniff. Yeah, they're uh, what eight is eight. There's a couple of there's a seven and a couple of eights in terms of conceded. So. Uh, they are similar to us in the fact that uh, you know they're uh, they, they will give you a they will give you a sniff. Um, so if we just have a look at their uh, their uh, their page just to see their last few sort of games, which we'll have a look at in a second. Um, but they've uh, they've beaten Colchester at home two one. They've drew two all away. I think that was at Wimbledon. And they've won 4-1 away at Forest Green, sort of last three games. Um, so, I mean, they're experienced League Two squad now, aren't they? Um, sort of, you know, they'll uh, they'll know the score, they'll be street smart. Um, and they've got a couple of players that are worth sort of keeping your eye on um, in Chris Long and Courtney Baker-Richardson. So when I've looked at the sort of videos... Um, which uh, I was going to put on now. Have a quick look. Are you are you all right with that? Have a quick look. Yeah, go for it. And see some of their uh, some of their previous games to sort of give us a give us a, a clue at sort of who the danger men are and what they've got and what they haven't got. Um, so if I can just uh, have a look here somehow, how can I uh, can I move that bar so I can see the highlights? So if we have a look here, we'll start with their uh, we'll start with their game. Forest Green, which is a humdinger. So crew are in black here, I think, by the way. Uh, and it's interesting just because a couple of the names will come up again and again. So that was Baker Richardson, I think, the striker who seems to be their main central target man, um, who we'll see uh, come up a couple of times. Forest Green actually caused them a bit of problem, if you look. Took the lead. Scrappy goal doesn't tell you anything that other than it's a scrappy goal. Um, it's quite a nice stadium, the Forest Green one, isn't it? You see that, all right, looking, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, look, quite a big lad, uh, Baker Richardson. I'll just uh, see now. Yeah, totally I don't think he actually. Did you did you get an answer? I don't think he's like Palmer big. Uh, 180, one eighty, one meter eighty-eight. Oh, I'm feet and inches. I am in new money, so uh, I'm well reversed. Used to uh, in feet, please. I'll tell you what he is. I'm just going to replay this. So, what have you have you got? Have you got feet and inches? Bet you six I'm foot four. Six foot two. Oh, he's six foot two. Right. Yeah, he's. He's, he's big enough. He's big enough to be a problem. Um, but uh, Baker Richardson and this guy, this number seven, long gear. Um, when they play a front 
they've changed the change formation a little bit. Crew, they've uh, they generally play a three-five-two, uh, but sometimes they do play a three across the front. And this this fell along, who will play either in the two or on the wide uh, when they play a three is a problem. He ghosts in. He's quite tricky, quite technically good. So if you see here, um, yeah, not the best tackle. Keeper at least comes out. Nice goal, comfortable goal. But he's going to come back again in a later game. So that's why he's worth uh, he's worth keeping your eye on. There's our friend Baker Richardson. Nice. So give him a free header. At the front post, he's got a good leap on him. So, uh, you know, we need our defenders to be on it. That's it. Um, With him. Yeah, toes is two centimetres taller for reference. Brilliant. But here he is again. Drags a little scuffy one into the bottom corner. So you can just tell this is going to be, you know, this guy and Long are going to be the, the the real sort of dangers in our final third. Um, Long again causing problems. Great ball in. I think this guy. I think this guy. This guy Long number seven is the one to stop because uh, I think he's the uh, you know he really sets the play. Um, well, he's so got was, he's got four, he's got four in his last four games. Yeah, okay, so I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, um, obviously, they went away to Wimbledon. Let's see if we uh learn anything there. I think, oh, sorry, I better turn that down for copyright. Uh, I think we learn in this game because they go 2 0 down, we, we learn they've got some character because obviously, 2 0 down away at Wimbledon, it's not going to be easy, is it? Um, to be fair, we've uh, we've seen first hand how uh, what a decent side mm. Wimbledon are. That's not the best goal, but a slack a bit of a, a bit of defending like us that one. Yeah, I've just I've just seen what time their equaliser went in against uh, Wimbledon. Yeah, quite. Whiffed at it. It's just it's interesting just because you do pick up one or two, you know, they just they're just they're not brilliant at the back, are they? They're not a real rock solid unit that you're going to struggle to score against. They are going to give you a chance. Even here, he should score, pulls it wide. You know, they haven't got that balance. I wonder if that's our problem. We haven't got the balance between attack and defence quite right, whether that's in their setup or what. What a ball that is, by the way. I just replay that. That's a great ball into it. Do you remember the old corridor of uncertainty? Yeah. Look at that. All the way across. Brilliant ball. So they're really creative from different areas. Um, I think he should score here. I think uh, he drags it wide. Yeah. Be hoping to do better there. Nothing in that one. Scramble. Open. Good goalkeeping. This guy is probably Alex Bass, I think, is from Sunderland. Wimbledon keeper is as good as anything in the league. 
So, oh, yeah, the look of uh, Rob Layton about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, hoof. So, they're going for it at the end here. This is long balls now, you know, no messing about. Little flick on, bit of luck. Through the legs. They say you always score if you go, if you go through the legs, it always goes in, is what they say, don't they? And uh, I don't know what, what minute was it because it hasn't got it. Was it like the 93rd minute or something? 100. Oh, okay, so there's 10 minute of injury time. Yeah. And uh, they kept going. So, I guess we learned that they're going to be resilient. Um, you know, if you're going to take anything from that one, um, that they are, you know, they won't just uh, lie down. Um, they're a bit like us. You know, that's the surprising thing from us, wasn't it? We're, we're uh, I would class us as resilient. And at 1-0 down the other day, I was thinking, oh, we'll be all right. I still think we'll be in this game. And <clears throat> it didn't happen. Um, no, I don't... I don't... Well, tempting fate, especially at home. I don't think it's a bad matchup if uh, teams are going to come and want to play football. No, yeah, I get that. I think I'd back us at home. So I think yes. this is where the big difference is. We go back to last year, home form compared to away form. Yes, right. Uh, it's, a key. It's, it's chalk and cheese. If a team wants to come and play, if it wants to see who can outscore us at home, yeah, I think that's. That we'll sets that up one. that potentially sets up quite nicely where we go away for a home and it becomes a bit of a ding dong. Yeah, you 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 then almost like what we're talking about McLean. Does he go forward? Does he go back? You get yourself in a couple of different mindsets and end up out of position. Uh, okay. Say it might be tempting fate, but I think if it, if they want to turn it into a, uh, a basketball game, like to say a basketball game, that's uh, what I was looking for. Then I'd, they'll be up for it. I'd be confident, yeah. Um, so this is their first goal at the weekend against Colchester. Uh, so interestingly, they've got a long throw. Uh, so we would hope we would be comfortable enough to deal with that, wouldn't you? And Which it's our mate Long not. again. Uh, but likewise, they must also have the same uh, be comfortable with. You yeah, think? so that's the that's that was the follow up to that. Is you, mm. you would expect that they would be practicing that in training, and it wouldn't be such a shock to their system as when Tozer launches one in, wouldn't you? Um, you would think. No, you, other than I don't know, I, I can't speak for their side entirely, but when we have a long throw, there are a number of targets. That's for that's for benefits. There's the Boyle, there's Hayden. Yeah. Tom O'Connor's not a small lad. Uh, there are a number of targets. Palmer, Dolby, whoever is sort of up there. Yeah. Uh, so that was our mate Long again, taking away a penalty just, uh, just so... You know, already we're learning that there's uh, uh, a couple of players here that we uh, we need to be uh, keeping our eyes on. But again, you know, that was quite a nice like, little little run at the edge of the box there, totally unopposed. You know, they're uh, they're going to be we're going to be able to get at these. I think this is the uh, the goal in from wide. You know. They'll be open. If you're going to be open, if you're going to be challenging for the top top spots, you'd be open to sort of eliminate goals like that. Um, nice back heel, nice clever bit of play. Should score. So they got away with one a little bit there, haven't they? You'd expect him to hit the target there, that striker for Colchester. Big spaces. I can't tell whether the keeper saves that or it's the bar. I think he saves it. But, uh, yeah, so they'll be attacking. They'll be there for the taking, I think. 
uh, and it'll be up to us to you know what what do we want what do we want to do and how do we play it well i guess the question that sort of people are asking following the weekend is what team are we starting with what do you think parky's going to do i mean i know you shared something with me afterwards was it after the it was after the game about how how do we get evans into the side um do you think parky's thinking like that or is in my head, I fear Parky's just going to roll out the same. Depending on Palmer, he's basically going to roll everybody out the same and go, go and put it right. Um, whereas I think I would like to be a bit more proactive and go. Let's change. You know, now is a good time for a bit of a is reset. The right word. Let's just make a couple of changes and give a couple of people a chance. Yeah, <clears throat> doesn't need a reset. Though. Obviously, it's one game uh, and it happens. Uh, but it's the third time we've conceded five goals. Yeah, it's on the back of a fairly decent run, of course. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Uh, he is. He, t- he takes a while to get new players in, Parky. Uh, when he brings players in, whether it's to get them settled, whether it's because he's loyal to those he's had before yeah. players come in, but, but he always takes a while to get them. It doesn't mean that when they get in, they can stay in. Uh, okay. But they'll be then given their chance. Uh, did Tom O'Connor take a long time to get in? Uh, we didn't even start Elliot Lee on his first game there. When now we look in hindsight, he was on the. I was here on the bench. The way to get, I think, my hunch is Evans is going to be a really good player. Yeah, uh, and I think he's the one. When we look back, when we get to the end of the season. I can see him playing every week. Whether he's okay. got to wait for that chance, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he'll turn out to be the main man in that midfield. How he was brilliant, happened. just out of interest. He was brilliant in the new again, the Newcastle under twenty one game, mm. but he actually played in Toza's position in that game. Uh, but some of his passing was out of this world. Yeah, but he can. Well, obviously, he's come as a as a he can play centre back or centre mid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I could see. Him. I'm not 100 sure. I got the answer of how he gets in because, as you say, Tom O'Connor might get rested. That would seem a straight swap. Uh, Tom O'Connor for me, he's got he's got a bit of credit in the bank. Yeah, because of yeah. how well he played all last year. Uh, it almost feels a shame that Luke Young might sit out. <laughs> he's taken so long to get back. Who heckin' that uh, would be the call? I'll be amazed if that's the call. But I understand uh, what you're thinking, but I think he's yeah, just been so good. Yeah. Has he not been our best centre yeah. fielder so far? Yeah, I, I agree. It would be difficult and really harsh on him, but whether he thinks that's the easy call, right. I don't know. Uh, I could even see Tom O'Connor going back to centre-back. Okay. Boyle's goals keep him in for me. Uh, that's I know there's a lot of people saying Toza needs a rest uh, I can't see that happening no, uh, I don't I think he's one of the first names on the team sheet yeah he's he's another one he's, he's had a he's had a bad game uh, and he's had a not as good a season as last year but he's another one with loads of credit in the bank yeah playing every minute very reliable he, yeah. he would he needs to have a, a longer run of poor form I think, yeah. before he gets dropped. Uh, and you should acknowledge, I guess, the, his BBC interview this week was uh, quite touching, wasn't it, where he talked about his dad. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a, there'll be an element of that 
I'm sure. But what we don't know is, you know, is playing football his way of dealing with it? Because some people like to play rather than be doing nothing, don't they? Um, you know, so um, we'll never know that, I guess, unless the documentary crew have perhaps picked something up, uh, which we'd see next yeah, year. That's, it's a very individual yeah. decision, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's for him. That, that's for him to decide. Uh, I don't think he drops him, though. Even though, no, even after that, no. I don't think he'll drop him, personally. No, and I think that's come back to it. He's got the credit in the bank. Yeah, he, he would have. Yeah. He would have to have a a longer run of four that's games. Four. Yeah, uh, and I'd be I'd be pretty confident he has a good game on Saturday. I wouldn't be. I'm not. It, it doesn't necessarily follow because he's had a bad game that he'll follow up with another bad one. Uh, me other. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's a relatively straight uh, similar team. I you'd be surprised if Dolby starts. I think it depends on Palmer's injury, doesn't it? I guess yeah, that's the it, that's the key element there. It depends on Palmer and a Fletcher. I'd is even, Fletcher fitting us I, yet? I, I think Fletcher could play. I don't see why he couldn't. Get, he, the strikers are dead. Whoever's playing with Mullin is almost dead to play an hour, aren't they? Yeah, uh, run yourself into the it, ground for an hour and then get a swap. Have an hour. And I think Fletcher does. I think he's got an hour in him. I, I don't know. I'm not his doctor. I'm not him. But he doesn't look like he ex, expels. I watched a, when I was at, watching the Grimsby game. He doesn't look like he expels a lot of energy. No, he's, he's smart. Like he's experienced, isn't he? Doesn't he, waste it. I wouldn't say he's swanning around, but he's he glides into a couple of holes and suddenly he's got loads of space. I don't think he's. He doesn't need to run his socks off, and I don't yeah. think he does. Uh, I remember someone, I think it was one of uh, somebody on Twitter saying he'll win every header, and you watched him, and he didn't lose a lot of headers. No, he and doesn't. He isn't, He's brilliant in the he air. Isn't, he? he isn't six foot two. He doesn't. I don't. So I don't think he needs to run a lot. No. So I'd like to see him start. Yeah. Uh, I think Palmer, if he's fit, Fletcher, if he's not, I. It's a shame on Dolby, but. He's in trouble. He's in trouble with the fan base, isn't he? Because when you read social media, I think there's not many supporters of him now. In the fact that most people want him out the side. Do you know what I mean? The comments are very negative towards him now, as opposed to when you think about back to last year. He really found his feet around that Coventry game and kicked on. Whereas this season, he doesn't feel like he started. No, he needs. He's. He looks like a confidence player, doesn't he? If, yeah. if he's if he ends coming in and out of the team, you're rarely going to get that chance to have that run or get that confidence going. He could well have a spell somewhere this season where it happens again. He could yeah. come off the bench, grab a goal, come off the bench, grab a goal. Suddenly he's up and running. But as we speak right now, he's not in that spell. No, I think uh, you'd say, I'd I'd pull him for the cup games now. Uh, mm. Those are the games I'd give him. Um, and I would try and get Fletcher and Palmer in. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be for Palmer again uh, if fits. And I think Fletcher, even if you give me, if he's got forty-five minutes in him, Fletcher, why wouldn't you play him in the first forty-five? Yeah, they tend to save him, don't they, for the second half or whatever? 
Uh, yeah, I don't. In case I don't you break think down, you need... I think, and you have to make the early sub. But uh, I don't. It's not like he's coming back from injury. It's just it'll be an energy thing for him, really, wouldn't it? <clears throat> yeah, I'd play forty-five minutes. You have a sit down, get your energy back. Give me fifteen more, Fletch. We'll see how we go. So I guess the we'll go on to predictions in a second. The only other I, there's quite a lot of people have been sort of posting their teams and their what the, what they might do this weekend. Uh, and I know there's a whole thread of it on Red Passion uh, about Saturday's uh, lineup. Um, and I guess the the where do you stand on the goalkeeper then? Is Howard still good for you, or is uh, are you at the point where you think, well, you know, this kid's come from Arsenal, he's not here to sit on the bench, is he? Now's the time to put him in, or what? Uh, yeah, you'll have to tell me how the weight of opinion is on Red Passion, because uh, I'm one of the people that doesn't look on anymore. No, I don't go that much. I don't. It's only by chance today I went on and I did see a, a, a Saturday's lineup thread. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know what other people are predicting. Uh, I'd put Arthur in. I, I, I think I said to you, I'd have been tempted to keep him in after that EFL yeah. Cup game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got. Was it Grimsby after the EFL Cup? Was that I'd, it? I'd have to check. I can't remember. Yeah, because I think we kept a clean. I think it was, and I think he was kept a clean Swindon? sheet. Was it Swindon before? I think we kept a clean sheet after that game. Right. Okay. But, uh, it was Doncaster. All was right. It? Yeah. Yeah, it was Newcastle then Doncaster, Doncaster. Then which don't. Yeah, so it's Doncaster. I remember it being a relative. What I would consider one of the. It wasn't one of the crunch top games. Half teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt that was an opportunity to start him and give him a run. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Grimsby afterwards, and obviously there was barely a shot to be saved against Grimsby. Uh, again, it's somebody coming in, and you've got you've got a bitey time. Uh, whether it's Parky's way to keep him loyal. Yeah. Uh, so I'd play him personally. Yeah. The only uh, thing he's in that Newcastle game where he, he was the game he played, the only thing he struggled with, I think I can't remember whether it was you, you I messaged or somebody else had asked me, was just his uh, his kicking from back passes was a little bit erratic, um, but you know he made one save where he needed every inch of his six foot six frame to sort of keep one out the bottom corner, um, and I think uh, I I don't think he'll be far off. I know Howard escaped a lot of criticism largely. Because I think everybody looked at the sort of mistakes that happened in front of him and went, mm. "Christ, what you know, what's going on here?" Uh, it was only when I watched it back I thought, "No, I'd like my goalkeeper to help me out a bit more on a couple of them," um, if I'm honest. So um, I, 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 I don't think Parky will do it this week. But I personally would like him to do it this week, um, if that makes sense. Um, I, I don't think Parky will do it, but we'll maybe, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? We don't know what he, when he's watched it back with his, his lads, the analyst, if he's sat, they've gone home afterwards, watched it back. You don't, we don't know what they've seen, do we? We don't know how they've read it. No, we've defended badly, <laughs> but at the end of the day, about five shots on target, it's caught five goals. Five. <laughs> uh, so if he's not made a mistake, if he hasn't done anything. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean when I say you'd help, you'd hope he helped you out a bit, you know, with one or two mm. of them. Um, you know, I think there's opportunity for him to do a bit better, uh, but there was other goals where he was just thrown under the bus and there was nothing he could do. Yeah, that was my, that was why I was kind of wanted 
the new lads sort of keep his spot after the cup game because it's you keep Howard in, you've got him on your books, you're on the assumption, and by the sounds of it, he's a good player. Yeah. Just on what people are saying uh, that they've seen him. With a goal position like a goalkeeper, what you you're waiting for something to go wrong for him to have his chance. That's literally the only way he gets in. You could have waited till those five goals might have come against someone on Boxing Day, and he's had to sit on the bench till Boxing Day. It's come quite early. Yeah. Uh, after three or four games, but this is what you were waiting for. Yeah. Give, do we yeah, need, I suppose does, to a certain extent you were waiting for some some event um, that led to you gives you the opportunity that you can actually say to a player you're having a rest this weekend because you've got to justify it in some way, haven't you? Really, yeah. if you want to keep that player on side, you've got to be able to justify it and say to him, because of this, you know, this is what I want. Although my understanding is in football that doesn't happen very much. Uh, if, if you listen to players, they tell you about managers who just lie to them barefaced all the time. You know, don't actually give them the truth. Um, but hopefully Parky is, is sort of truthful with these players and will just say, you know, just what I saw at the weekend, I didn't like. You were part of a team uh, and, you know, I'm changing a few things here. So, uh, you know, work hard and you might be back in next week or week after, whatever, you know, whatever. Because you've got to keep them on side. If you lose them, you know, that causes your problems yeah. down the road, doesn't it? He's a, he's a keeper conceded five goals saying come and see him in office he's not going to be shocked yeah well you would think so to a certain yeah um and it's not like he there was 20 other shots that he's tipped around the post and the bar and you know and you can go oh yeah but look at all them uh, it just you know it was what it was wasn't yeah. it you go so to score City wise what are you thinking um, yeah well I think you're looking at goals aren't you that's uh, yeah uh I'm going to go 3-2. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> to us, though, I hope. Oh, yeah, yeah obviously. Okay. Yeah, I think I think there's good, we've set this up now. It's going to be nil-nil. It's going to be crap, mm. isn't it? Uh, and Wrexham would probably take that after a 5-nil, wouldn't they? Um, but, yeah, I th- you know, they, they're free scoring and they look in those little clips like they look like we could get at them. Um, and obviously we're free scoring... And you can definitely get at us. So they're two similar sort of teams at this stage of the season. Haven't quite got the fine tuning right um, in who starts and, you know, what positions are we taking up and what have you. So, yeah, I'm going to go 3-2 as well. Um, yeah, especially <clears throat> you'll probably know a little bit more from the lineups because you, you're entitled to think, who score a bag of goals? Let's make sure we don't we keep it tight for the first 30 minutes. Yes. If you're looking at, if it turns out you're making changes and you see the you see Mendy and Ford, you might be thinking, well, actually, maybe we are going to invite them on because we know they're going to attack us. Right. Uh, not not exactly Mendy and Ford are particularly defensive-minded. get that, but they're better. Of course they're not. Yeah. But they're certainly not uh, McLean and Barney, are they? No. So if you saw those two fullbacks, that might be a little bit of a clue of how we're thinking. Let's let's invite them on, and, and it might not turn into a ding dong. But if you're playing McLean and Barney and Lee, then I think you've only got one way of playing against them. And two strikers, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah I've, uh, and and hopefully they come with the same mindset. Okay. 
three two that's what we'll take um have you got time in a minute for us to look at mansfield before we finish uh yeah that's not a problem you sure yeah all right we'll do that because obviously we played mansfield on the tuesday uh straight after that sort of straight after you know the tuesday after crew uh, we play Mansfield, and uh, I think there is uh, a, a couple of interesting things there. I think so. We'll uh, we'll do a quick a quick look at that if that's okay with you. Yeah, no problems. All right, we'll do that in a second. I've been telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football league. So we're going to look <laughs> we're going to look at Mansfield. Uh, what do you know about Mansfield? Can you tell me anything about Mansfield? I mean, it's not a team I know a lot about, other than they're very good, and Nigel Clough is their manager. Uh, not a great deal, other than every single season for about the past three or four seasons. I think I've always seen somebody tip up Mansfield to go up, and then they yeah. never, never not quite, quite made it. Not got over the line, yeah. have they? Um, I, think I think they're popular in the anti-post markets, and that's about it. So if we actually have a look at the uh, uh, at the league table, they're actually <laughs> they're third at the moment, um, and there is uh, Nigel. Uh, so for those people who are a bit young, uh, who perhaps don't recommend re- remember Nigel Clough, he was a uh, very good footballer in his day, wasn't he? At the start of the Premiership era uh, at Notts Forest, and then he moved to Liverpool. Um, yeah. Did he go somewhere after Liverpool, like Villa or somebody like that? Mm, can't remember. Um, I no, obviously had a legendary course. father. Should we? Uh, is that that's not too much of a, not too much of an overstatement, is it? Uh, not at all. Those that haven't seen much of Brian Clough, there's plenty of videos and plenty, uh, plenty of very good quotes yeah. from him. Should we say? I won't. I won't do an impression of him right now. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the amount of podcasts that are out there now where where ex pros are on them. Uh, and radio stations obviously have a lot of ex-pros on now. Some of the stories, you know, uh, Dean Saunders was on recently talking on Talk Sport, talking about his da- about Brian Clough crawling, ar- being drunk, trying to sign him, crawling around his front room floor, and you know, uh, the stories of his dad are legendary. It would appear Nigel doesn't take after his dad, as far as I'm aware. No, uh, there's, uh, there's a. There's... There's a clip very recently that's just resurfaced, whether it's an anniversary, I don't know, of uh, when there's a pitch invasion. And uh, Brian Clough takes it on himself to give uh, anybody that's in his vicinity a clip round the ear to get off the pitch. <laughs> it's just literally, can you just can't imagine yeah. uh, the modern-day managers smacking anybody they can see. Right. So just uh, just a side note on Clough, Nigel Clough, I and mean, what a player he was. So not surprised. He did an amazing job at Burton for many years over multiple spells. I think, uh, of course, Burton, who uh, we've now got a senior. I'm not sure what Fleur's job is anymore. Um, but I was all for. I think when when we when we first had the takeover and we were changing manager, I was all for Nigel Clough coming. I thought that was a realistic option for us to get him in. Um, I was hoping, given his, his sort of lower league uh, sort of experience, I thought he would be a great catch. Um, but it, it wasn't meant to be. Probably never even interviewed him. But uh, and we ended up with Phil Parkinson. But uh, he's got some. He, he's got some. He, you know, he's got some pull. His teams normally play good football, and I think you'll see a little bit of that in a minute. Um, and uh, yeah, Mansfield, like, like you say, I think one of those teams that not many people sort of pick. But yeah, you know he is. Uh, 
He is a he is a very good manager. I just mentioned to you there's a name that you'll uh, in the squad that you might recommend uh, that you might recommend that you might remember. Uh, if I scroll through the squad, there might be other people there that you know: Perch, Jordan Bowery, John Joe Tool. Some of them are some of them are big names, but they've got a player who say, sits yeah. who sits Davis in the number Stoke. ten. And they always play a four three one two, and they've got a player who sits in the hole all the time so far this season. Have you seen his name yet? Uh, I was going to say, as I often try and tell people, it's Davis spelt incorrectly. It's, <laughs> it is Davis Caledon, yes. Um, and again, I've got, uh, we'll have a look at there, just because I, uh, just so you can really appreciate those, you know, what, what he's been doing and what he's, what's going on. We'll have a look at his, his latest out some of his latest antics so this was the barrow this was the la- the game they've actually uh just for some context they were still in the carabao cup and they've knocked peterborough out on penalties i think it was in the week um so uh you know they're no mugs these uh, can you see that all right by the way i'm uh, yeah yeah it's coming up i can't see very well so let's just have a look have you got full screen or just part screen all right you can see most of the screen oh okay sure whether that's full screen or not so uh, Mansfield are in yellow here I think uh, just in this game a bit barrow and they let me just check my notes because I can't remember I think they win this 1-0 they do there's a red card for Barrow later on yeah okay oh I better move my giant arrow and I just while we uh, while we see I think it's actually the last game that we look at there's a goal by Davis Caledon which is uh, a worldie Again, you can get at these teams, can't you? Slightly goalkeeper. Nothing there, nothing in this game really, and it's been edged. I don't know why I haven't got full screen here. Yeah, it's not giving you the option to uh, open it up, is it? It doesn't matter, I'll sort it in a minute. Uh, oh, that was the goal. I think oh, I've got a feeling after that being said, was that was that that wasn't Caledon, was it? No, their Clark's goal against Barrett. Right. So this this to be honest, this looks like a scrappy nothing sort of game. Um That's the red card, isn't it? It was a horrible tackle actually, uh when you see it back. So um, let me just skip us out of that one. So that's the Barrow one. He scores, actually, Caledon, the, the reason it was important is Caledon scores in both the other games, um, I think. If I can find it. Who else did they play? They played Colchester and Accrington. So. Well, you get the opener against Accrington. Better, isn't it? Is that a bit better? There you go. Yeah, he's actually on, he's actually on a two-game non-scoring streak. Oh, well, it's bound to work. Well, you know uh, what happens when we turn up with with streaks. Um, it's a drought. <laughs> so they're in red in this game, by the way, just so we know. Colchester are in the uh, blue and white. Um, 
Nice ball over the top. This goalkeeper looks tidy. Watched uh, watched these highlights a few times, and he's uh, he does tidy work. So no mug. What a ball that is, by the way. How many players does that take out? Lovely goal. So they go behind. But Mr. Keller Dunn gets a lovely goal. I think this this might be it. I can't remember. Lovely football. Look at that. It wasn't the goal, but nice football. So it's his sides are famous for always playing a bit of tidy football, Cluffy, aren't they? Um, even in the low leagues. His Burton side were uh, you know well regarded from that point of view as well. Um when he was there. Sure it was a two spells I think he had there. Nice one, good header. This must be the goal. So Nigel Clough was a tidy footballer himself, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, very clever footballer. This is the goal, I think. Lovely left foot. Top bins. And what did he play for us? He played, what, six games, five games, six games, something like that? Keller Don, I was on loan, I think. I can't remember. Years ago. Yeah, there, not it? many. It wasn't many, but, um, you know, it's that classic thing. I, I hate it when players come back because you're always like, oh, they're going to score against us, aren't they? And, uh, Does it happen as much as it used to, Derek? Oh, what do you think? Well, it used to be absolutely inevitable, though. Do you not think it does? Well, not anymore. I would say that I'm not quite... I can't name you all the players that have come up against recently, but certainly last year, admittedly, we were a lot better than everyone last year, so the chances of them scoring were less, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that helps. Uh, yeah... Yeah, he's he is there. He's head and shoulders there, top scorer though, isn't he? So if if anyone's going to score, it's it's, it's almost fake. The thing I would say is that when you look at the sort of uh, I use Fot Mob looking at formations and stats and stuff, they always seem to play in behind the the, the front two. You know, they do seem to. He is that sort of central focal point for him. And when you see this goal he scores here, you can kind of understand why he's ridiculously talented. Um, I can't remember. I think it's the first goal in this. This goal. Look at this. Bang. That is a great goal. That is a great goal. So look, past centre-backs, they're happy to play football, aren't they? Well, it's Accrington. Yes, uh, that's at Accrington. That's a lovely goal. Back to front, four passes. Um... Inside to inside to out, lovely finish. Uh, but again, um, I think you know they will give you a sniff. It's a horrible ground, Accrington. Why? Uh, well, <clears throat> I used to do some football scouting when I used to go to Accrington. Yeah. Uh, they used to sit you on the side of the pitch, and you're not particularly high up. Right. So you got a terrible you got a terrible view of the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can see all the stands, can't you? But yeah. they're not very, they're not very deep, are they? Yeah, one, one yeah. sort of level, and uh... yeah. So when you're on the side of the pitch, yeah, you can, you, you can't see the other, other side, what's going on the other side. 
Kev, Caledon was involved again there, just in the sort of assist to Boateng. I think his name's Boateng that, uh, that, that sort of got that. Oh, this is the goal. So this is a worldie. This made social media. This blew up TikTok, if you remember. That, uh, you're not on that. This blew up that if you, if you didn't see it because of that. So hopefully they're not going to score right. one of them against yeah. us. But, like, you know, from a, a, a viral goal point of view, yeah, just sticks his foot out, keeps it rigid, bounces it back. I know you. I know you love expected goals, but it's a low expected goal, Carol. It is a it's... low expected goal. That it is from a low a XG point of view. That is quite the, down uh, there. Over a large sample size, they don't keep going in. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. So yeah, so there's a bit. There's a bit. Little bit of. Uh, about Mansfield, and we, I guess the the learning there is that is, for me is Keller Dunn will probably be the key man, um, and he'll be the one if we can stop him being influential. Hopefully, then we'll have a chance to build off that. Um, so, given where I mean, it's it's nigh on impossible to predict a team because we don't know what's going to happen at the weekend, do we? Um, but given the fact, I guess what we we. You know what do we expect in a game away from home against Mansfield? Are we going there confident, thinking we're going to win? You know, are we going there thinking just don't lose? Because I'll be honest, that's more my mentality. I'm a bit more pragmatic. I'm a bit like just don't lose any ground on them. Let's go and get a draw away there. Yeah, well, I, I, it's almost what whatever you wanted against Stop, Stockport, but never happened. You're almost wanting the same thing. I, I like to look in sort of batches of two and three. And there's three tough games coming up. Yeah. Uh, all against teams in the top, however many, seven, seven eight. Seven or eight, I think they are, yeah. 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 Uh, and if you've picked up five, I think you've had a great result. Okay. If And pretty much for that to happen, you've got to win on Saturday. Because that's the... If you win on Saturday... More winnable win on Saturday and, Yeah. If, if you were to win on Saturday, I'd take two points from two away games, I think. Uh Okay. You, 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 if you won on Saturday, you buy yourself a bit of leeway, and you certainly don't need to go to Mansfield and win. Yeah. It's not the end of the world getting a point there. Yeah. Uh, and likewise, even the week after. Uh, That's the crawling way in it, that one. Yeah. So get beat Saturday. Yeah. Almost. Put yourself Mansfield behind the eight ball, almost, don't you? You've yeah. got to then go and get some points from somewhere at two tough away games. Yeah, five points from three games, one win, two draws. I think you've, they'll, they'll be easier. No, spells I'm done. This year. Yeah, they'll be easier spells. Yeah. Try and pick up six, seven, nine points. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, but then again, it, it's almost like I, I go to Stockport and get a point. <laughs> and then look what happens. <laughs> yeah, well, that I, 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 that's on the pod last week. That's what I said. I said I think you know a point isn't the end of the world if we went there. Um, everybody was getting carried away after Grimsby, thinking we were going to rock up a Stockport and play them off the park, and yeah. uh, we got our nose bloody, didn't we? Um, yeah, I still think I, I think it would be. It might not be as chalk and cheese as last year, but the home form will be where the points are. Yeah, and then scrap as many scrap as many as you can away from home. And the more that you win, the more likely you are to get in that top three, isn't it? That's the that's yeah. going to be the 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 key. We're lucky in this league that four go up, so you know you're not going to have to get 111 points, are you, to get to get promoted? Like, 
No, you can you can afford a huge drop off. I think uh, seventy something will go up. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and I, the thing I guess I don't know whether it makes it feel worse the fact that it's Notts County that are running away with it at the moment, or a couple of points clear, and you think, well, are we not a better team than them? Well, currently at the moment we're not, are we? No, it's you should probably be probably be reassured if anything that Notts County are up there because it we it, can it be shows yeah uh, it, say Notts County were fourth bottom yeah uh, you might be thinking well eventually when we meet up we'll meet somewhere mid table right. well you know it, right now if you said to you said to me you'll finish a point behind Notts County. You probably take that and take your chance. Yeah. Okay. So I, I it, it doesn't worry me that they're up there. I'm reassured that these two sides are as good as we both thought they were. So we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there, and we'll hope for a better week. I mean, let's just hope we don't get stuffed by somebody. Is the because uh, I think <laughs> that there will be quite you know if if we concede another three, four, five against somebody. There's going to be start. You are starting to ask questions, then, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, you'd almost. How long? We know he's. We know he's going to play three five two. Yeah. Opponents know we're going to play three five two. Yeah. Uh, how long can you afford to play very adventurous fullbacks? Yeah. Uh, it's great when it works, yeah. but when you looked at. Uh, Stockport playing it behind the fullbacks. Yeah. It's, it's not rocket science when you look at our when you look at our elevens. Go tell you where the gaps will be. Yeah, the the other thing that I think, um, and we will wrap it up after this because I know you want to go and put your shopping away. Uh, <laughs> is that profile of centre half? We've got very similar centre. You know, Boyle, Tunnicliffe, rigid, rugged tozer, rigid, rugged centre halves. Um, we need Hayden is the one who's got a bit of pace. It would have been nice to have a bit of, you know, somebody who is as rigid and rugged, but has got some ground speed, wouldn't it? Just to be able to to cover, because it looks a, it looks something like you can exploit now by running at this back back three, doesn't it? Yeah, it obviously depends how high up the pitch you are as well. Uh, they're built to defend. It, you can see the plan. We've got three lads. They will defend. And they'll be we'll put somebody in front of you for a little bit of protection. If they go out wide and you knock it in, we've got some big tall lads and we'll deal with everything. Yeah. Fortunately, not everything's knocked high to these uh you can go round, can't you? Yes. Uh correct. So you're right, while three or four are going in, you may have to come up with a plan B and you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. He's got I his hear. plan. I'd be interested to see if uh, when Tony Cliff's fit, uh, where he where he fits in um, to this. Does he get a place back? Because he is a bit quicker across the ground, but as good defending, he's as good in the air as a Boyle or a you know mm. a, a, or a Tozer. He's uh, he's as good, but on the ball, he's not as good as Tozer. He just doesn't score the goals that a Boyle and a Hayden do so far, does he? But if you're just wanting to defend, well, maybe maybe that's going to be one of the key changes in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to pick it out. I hope Hayden's not the full guy. When a lot, I think when a lot of people were picking the the three at the start of the season, yeah, he wasn't the one. He he was often, I think, one that 
people weren't including. And they were yeah. almost, in, in a way, they were almost, those that were picking him were picking him because he's going to score you 10 goals or 15, whatever. Yeah, yeah, 15 goals or something, not even for his defending. Yes. Uh, on that, not as far as to say what I've seen this year, he's, he's been the best defender. Yeah, it's that ground speed has been really key. Um, you know, we really, really need those uh, those legs. So, uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm confident it's going to be a better week. I'm sure it is. It can't be any worse than that on Saturday. Um, surely, to, to God, it can't, can it? Um, so, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. I'll say thank you for your time. Um, thank you. As always, uh, we'll... Uh, We'll be broadcasting this on, so this will go out on, I'll put this on YouTube straight away. The audio podcast will come out tonight and you'll make an appearance on Premier Radio Wrexham, Bob, because this will go out on oh. Thursday uh, as a podcast to Premier Radio Wrexham. Um, so you'll be on there. Um, and then we'll we'll see what happens next week. Uh, we'll play two games, we'll come back and we'll see what the see what the score is.
Back in the football league 